Hello and welcome to episode 17 of the FPL The Numbers Game. I'm James. I'm Jack. And uh, today we have a veritable feast of FPL stats and Premier League stats and news and opinions and whatever else comes into our heads, really. Absolutely. Yeah. Brilliant <laughs> intro. Thanks. Yeah, love that. Veritable feast. So, um, we also... Well, you know that you probably know this if you've been listening anyway, but if you are new, and for whatever reason you've stumbled upon us, um, we have a mini-league, and the details, including the code, are on our Twitter. I think it has an auto-join link, so you should be okay. Um, we're on, yeah, we're on, and our Twitter is at FPL's numbers, at FPL numbers game. We're also on SoundCloud, as you might have imagined, because you're probably listening to this on SoundCloud. Uh, <laughs> Acast, Stitcher, iTunes, and probably some other venues, although... Wherever podcasts can be found. Well, that... I mean, that's quite... Apart from quite a few. (laughs) Apart from quite a few where you do actually have to pay for them, yeah. So, (laughs) we'll see. Um, And we have, yeah, as I said, we have a veritable feast of stats for you, and we would not be able to do this ourselves, so they come from Official FPL, FF Scout, Neil. FF Scout Neil. Sorry, it was on a new line. I was like, FF Scout, comma, Neil. I was like, who's Neil? FF Scout Neil. What a weird plug for FF Scout Neil. <laughs> Paid by the word, my friend. Paid by the word. Adam Hopcroft, of course. Um, understat and more. Also, I, we, you say we couldn't do it ourselves. That was what you said. We do do a lot of it ourselves. Okay, like, that's true. Yeah, a lot of this is from our own yeah. personal time I mean, and we, research. We, too. Do, we do, in fact, gather the stats. Yes, yeah. we are professionals, stat gatherers, without the professional well, you know form. what, we do actually gather quite a few of them, but we also lean on the shoulders of others, and we stand on the shoulders of the giants as well, within the community. Oh, that's... And that's what we do. And we are very grateful, eternally grateful, for all of those weeks, all that, you know, all that effort put in for... I mean, no, no reward really, <laughs> but also no lawsuits. So that's true. Swings well, about. Thank you very much, for everyone. Yeah. So, and in this episode, we'll have a game week twenty-two review. I remember the, you know, the young, the young and carefree days of game week seventeen, just before Christmas, and and how my Christmas is going to be fantastic, and it it did not turn out well, FPL wise. That is. Um, I mean, for me, it didn't turn out well because of FPL. I'm I'm at that well, point now yeah, where, in a way, <laughs> yeah, everything else is 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 secondary. <laughs> And I'm sure it's unhealthy, but I, c- I can't really well, change now. I mean, where are your therapists? I would say it doesn't sound healthy. Does that make it unhealthy? I well, well, I tend to think it all balances out because when you have a, when you have a good week and your captain does a mm. massive haul and you feel so happy, that surely <laughs> evens your your emotional stability out, doesn't mm. it? Well, Eleanor was saying to me, yeah, that your 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 future wife, of course, yeah. yeah. If if you if you support a football team, you actually have a net loss of happiness on average. That sounds brutally accurate. But isn't it true? Because uh, yeah. like the only one team can win the league every year, so your more emotional your invo- emotional investment is more likely to be heartbreak than it is to be success. Unless you support thrill. TNS in Wales, who always win the main oh, Premier League. I've never heard of them. Well, you've never heard of them because the Wales League is so unexciting because TNS always win the Wales League. <laughs> I see. Um, anyway, so in this episode, we have a game week twenty two review, a game week twenty three preview. Captains and our captains picks and our big reckons, of course. Um, and of course, if you tuned in last week, you'll be aware that we had a couple of uh, guests on, um, George and Mason, and we will be brutally reviewing their big reckons. There are some very, very funny shouts. Actually, no, 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 not just from them. There's some funny shouts that all round did it come to pass. Anyway, let's get on with it. So this yeah. week has been a 
a bit of a a, oh, a a storm of poo in regards to injuries, hasn't it? So That's true. Yeah. A lot of people have gone down quite this weekend. No, um, no more um, important than Harry Kane, who is um, reportedly out for up to a month. Up to a month. Uh, late. It's, it's end of March, is it not? I think it's the beginning of March. He's back. Mm. Um, that well, seems that's to be. What they say. You're, you're doubtful. Well, um, injury estimates are very. You, you know, know what? Their estimates on Kane has has history as well. He's come back earlier from injury. That's okay. this time last season. Remember where he was ruled out from? Oh, he was ruled out. I think at least up until it was like game week 34, mm-hmm. 35, and he came back in like thirty two. And it, interesting. And he didn't look the same player. And anyway, yeah, you, you're right to be skeptical. We will have um, uh, you know, we'll talk about some replacements for Kane a little bit later. So stay oh. tuned for that. I'm just looking at the next point. Sorry, that's why. Yeah, the next points. So yeah, those of you. Those of you who've been just not even following FPL, but following football in any kind of you know neutral or you know just really armchair capacity, will know that So Son Heung Min is going to the Asian Cup um, this week. But that hasn't stopped. As at the time of writing, this was six thousand one hundred and nine managers who've bought him in for this game week. Who will be? But what I don't get is he already had the red exclamation mark next to his name. Yeah. So. Surely you would just look at that and, and click on it. It's not as though he's cheap either, so it's not like he's bench fodder, hopefully healthy, or it could be an inspired choice because South Korea could get knocked up, very, knocked, knocked up, knocked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my apologies, yeah. everyone, knocked out very early in the tournament. But it is an incredible gamble because if you're holding on to that gamble so until they get to the final, <laughs> yeah, 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 they get. So you're just like, okay, when is it coming back? Um, so yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, Son Heung Min is um, off in. Is it Korea? It's hosting. It's hosted. Uh, um, he's 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 for sure in Asia. That's that is that is confirmed. <laughs> That's all we know. Rick. Um, but yeah, we have okay. we have some we have some sign replacements as well. If you haven't already, I mean, from from the looks of Twitter, there's already been quite. There's a lot of minus fours and minus eight floating around at the moment. Oh, interesting. Which for you, you know, who used your wild card that week, is I obviously did. very very good news because you yeah. already have a bit of an advantage. I had a great time. My my wildcard team got seventy one points. I'm very happy about that. That's a that. very which is haul. equivalent to the points total of Magnus Carlsen, the chess player who also plays FPL. Excellent pronunciation of his name after all these weeks trying to nail it in one take. That was beautiful. Yeah. Did I get it wrong before? Uh, you, oh, many times. I called him like yeah. Cagnus Marson. <laughs> <laughs> At one point, you called him Strongbow Carlsberg as well, and it was all it was all very unfortunate. Cagney Maldson. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so yeah, uh, we also have uh, there's also you know other injury news with um, uh, TAA Trent Alexander Arnold, uh, who's out as well. L- and Jack has put here lots of hedgehog shuffling. What do you mean by that? Oh, I I I, I brought up my Twitter point a bit too early, I suppose. But that was going to be my segue into Twitter doing shuffle in regards to so you know obviously Nathaniel Klein isn't coming in now. Mm. Um, oh, because he's on loan. He's for the season, that's with, it. With that's no it. with no recall clause. Oh, wow. So James Milner is probably that, the plug-in. That's which, a risky thing to do, isn't it? It is risky for sure. But I mean, we've got some trend uh, replacements coming up too. And you know, well, well, I mean Milner, we've just touched on. So he is. Mm. I mean, he's all of a sudden looking quite an interesting shout because if Milner. you've got if you've got a month of a defender back on penalty duties, Liverpool's fixtures are pretty good. They've but got a couple James. of really good. I think they've got three of the next four games at home, mm. um, if I'm not mistaken. And if you have Milner at right back, mm-hmm. he will be on pens ahead of Salah. Mm-hmm. Um, clean sheet points, possibly, as well. He doesn't get clean sheet points, though, because he's classified as a midfielder. Is Milner back to midfield this year? Milner's always been a midfielder. Well, he's been a midfielder this year. Oh, well, then I feel so really he, stupid. He's been playing as a central midfielder this this season, as you know, obviously. Of course. Because this is a knowledgeable podcast. Absolutely. And um, <laughs> he has been getting only one point per clean sheet this season. 
well, despite that is, all of the hard work he does. That is a really difficult and blow I'm, to take. I'm currently watching Jack, double-checking my assertion. It's not that I and don't I believe know, you. I know that he's a midfielder, Jack, because I had him in my team for a little while. Okay, okay. Now, Milner would be an excellent pick in this situation next season with VAR for penalties, or VAR for penalties. Anyway, so... Um, we also had a few um, interesting uh, cup games. So we had um, City winning nine nil versus the yeah. kind of uh, we had, sorry we had City winning nine nil versus um, Rotherham. Oh no, they they, they beat Rotherham seven nil. Then they beat um, Burton nine nil. Which Burton, was, that was it. Burton. Which was very tough to watch. It was a wasn't great it? game to watch. Was it? I thought, I thought it was fun to watch. It just, it just what it felt like you were watching like a live kind of hospital documentary where someone's being given really bad news mm. and you're just or watching like a, them get into the taxi and following them home while they make like, like a like a like a cheetah hunting down a particularly vulnerable animal. Yeah, I'd like to really apologise for my Milner slip up. That is, I mean, that is a really bad mistake. I've put a lot of effort into putting stats behind Milner as the ultimate defending differential oh, for you Trent. You didn't check. He's going to be a defender last year. Yeah, but okay, but the, oh. some of your points might still hold though. Anyway. We'll get to that. So, okay. um, uh, yes, sorry, yes. So, City have the, the the guarantee blank versus Everton in game week twenty seven, which okay. is yeah, which is which is well because the, obviously they were ahead nine nil and Burton right. winning ten nil would be you know what I mean obviously obviously it's not going to happen but it would be very interesting if Pep used that nine nil to get the game out of the way so we can send the kids down in the second half and if Nigel Clough was just so peed off mm-hmm. at the at the the, the brutality that, that unfolded that he just tells them to just get at them and well, oh I my god them. no no oh, oh no that's, that's not Nigel Clough's style Nigel Clough's style is more more dignified and magnanimous okay. and give him a few kicks but you know, get 4-0 up at half time you know, I don't think you need to encourage people to give them kicks like, they would be pretty mad but if it's a kid maybe you would because you wouldn't want to potentially you know like, savage a child, yeah, yeah you want to savage a young person's career but can you imagine if they got like 4-0 up at half time against the Man City kids Burton. What the second half would be like, yeah. Oh, wow, that would, you, be, that would be exciting. I mean, it would be. It would be even if they win the game. It's huge. Game? Uh, I think it's next week. Because I'd like to know what the highest aggregate score is, just in case City managed to beat them. Yeah, don't know. Good show. Anyway, interesting. Um, so yeah, so Trent is injured. Um, City one nine nil. A guaranteed blank versus Everton. Okay, and uh, there is still, according to Jack here, and possibly Twitter, the Twitter consensus. A possibility of a mini double game week in game week twenty five. What do you mean by mini game? Is that is that just a few teams? It would be a couple of teams. It's it's a very much watch this space. Do we know who they are? Um, City, Chelsea, uh, and Spurs, I believe, are the three that could. But it does depend on um, things like I think it's the FA Cup fourth round, and I think it's the uh, oh, it's to do with the clashes, isn't it? it, Yeah, um, it's it's all yet to be confirmed. But you know, we obviously everyone's keeping an eye on it, um, (laughs) and it is, is is something that will rumble on and could possibly affect planning from possibly game week 24 onwards yeah. so for those of you who have already well if you are saving a, a a transfer this week from game week 24 holding another transfer could be very very useful to use two for 25 potentially or using your free hit i think it's too early because for game one week, double game week well that's the thing so it's a double game week potentially for two teams and there's probably no need to because if oh because it's only yes one match yeah. isn't and it? game week 31 is oh, not one match, shaping sorry. up to have at least kind of like seven or eight blanks so that seems to be the time to play game three wow. okay yeah 
Yeah, their oh. chip usage is becoming more and more apparent the more we go through the season. I don't want to go through the whole season without having used them. Well, it, it, we, we talked about um, chip strategy a little bit last week, didn't we? We and, did. I, I and we, we had a rough idea, um, which will probably change considerably over the next like, few weeks when all the fixtures get confirmed. But um, you know, City is the only guaranteed one for 27 who had the blank so far. Interesting. Interesting. So... Let's um yeah let's continue on that sort of top four teams Ooh, theme. Let's let's for sure. For sure. For a little more of a subtle segue this time. <laughs> yeah. No, and and by subtle I mean sort of brick through your window subtle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Liverpool are still on top by four points this week, going into this game week. Um, they have now well so here here's some interesting sort of like this one this one's sort of like a miscellaneous stat but it's quite interesting because they um. There was a BBC article at the start of the season saying Liverpool were actually the unluckiest team last season when it came to winning penalties or, um, you know, sort of uh, conceding very low uh, extra chances or sort of something around that. Um, and they've now won four penalties since Christmas Day. Salah has scored three of them. His last three goals from open play, and this is quite an interesting thing, it's not on here, but I remember uh, uh, one of the commentators saying it for the Liverpool game, which was, or possibly match of the day, which was Salah is the uh, of of eight penalties taken in by left footers in the league he has scored it's either three or five it must be three uh but he's like basically he's he's the only one only left footed penalty taker that's actually scored all of his penalties the other ones have all been misses by other players interesting mm. i actually i think i remember the last time <clears throat> Salah missed the penalty i think it was it was probably around game week 9 or 10 Last season, I remember I forgot, it may have been against Newcastle, but it was a yeah, Adam was captain for the first time of the season, hugely excited, and he missed the penalty, but then got an assist. And since then, he's just you know, it's been fortunate for his owners, he's mm. remained on penalty duty since. What is interesting, so much has obviously been made of the, the fact that they've won all these penalties, and you know, among non owners who are trying to convince themselves that Sava is still worth shelving. So he hasn't actually scored from open play in the last four games. So he's had five shots from open play. Um, scored none of them. Yeah, scored none of them. Three <clears throat> three shots on target. Um, his XG from a non-penalty perspective is 0.79. In comparison, Aubameyang's during that time has been 3.06. Oh, during that time. Okay, all right. Yeah, mm. so... You know, you could. Interesting. So it's interesting. It's so for Crystal Palace. You know, everyone looks at this game and thinks, "Oh, Palace away to Liverpool, home win guaranteed." Salah likely mm-hmm. to get on the score sheet. You know, there's potentially a small argument to say that Salah is not actually performing to that level. However, you look at the counterpoint of that, mm-hmm. and he not only is he the joint goal scorer, he's also registered five double figure point hauls in the last seven weeks. Yeah, and so he's right. got three assists. I, know about that. <laughs> three, I think three assists in his last five. Yeah, and. So I was watching. So when I was watching Match Today at the weekend, and as a non-owner, um, so the, the, the fear I had that, that Saturday, I had to turn my phone off. I had to do something completely different mm-hmm. because having watched Philippe Anderson and Aubameyang blank, my 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 stress levels were were a little high. And then I realised that oh my oh my god, Salah's playing, and haven't had him, so I had to get him in this week. But anyway, ignore the result. Saw it after that he'd scored one and thought oh, it's not ideal, but it's not great. He should have had like twenty-five points that week. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um... And, and and even you know Felipe Anderson and Aubameyang could have had, could have had a, equally had a goal between them. Absolutely for sure. Um, but I mean, so I mean, Salah obviously he had that second goal, half chance so. from Milner, didn't he? From Liverpool's top defender James Milner, who set him up, but he incredibly you know, spurned it wide. He also teed up Mane in the second half, who had that you know, second Mane half chance. Mane seems to have the the remarkable ability to never put 
anything in the net it's an easy chance <laughs> he's a really bad run of form but, isn't but he? He, he seems to score like ridiculous like kind of like the ball is going across your across your feet at like 70 miles an hour and you just manage to hit it really hard and it goes in but he doesn't score anything where it's like a tap in from like three yards out it's kind of weird obviously of... he's in the position to do so well you say that so that's is it a lack of movement in the first place because Mo's always in that position for the tap in I don't, I don't think you could ever accuse Mane of a lack of movement okay Alright, well, but, I, I won't then, fair enough. <laughs> like, okay. Well, maybe, I don't know, maybe. I don't know the stats on him, like how many sprints he's done and stuff. But there was that thing about, um, you know, they do measure stats and how um, under Solskjaer, Man United are now doing double the amount of sprints they were doing under Mourinho. Now, I don't know if that's a tactical choice or a mental choice or both. Very interesting. But yeah. the tempo has definitely risen because I watched them against Spurs and they were really going for it, really gunning for it the whole game. Whereas under Mourinho, it would have been possibly a very different result. But we will see. So, um,. Is it is it still Salah the joint top goalscorer with fourteen goals? You've got some like the VXG stats for him here. I do. Yeah. You do. He oh so really yeah registered five five double yeah yeah and then um so yeah he scored fourteen goals. His fourteen point one two XG overall. So that's pretty much bang on. And uh, yeah eight point eight point zero three XA plus zero, plus one point zero three. So that's probably Mane again. <laughs> <laughs> um, with an XG ninety. And I actually, oh damn, I didn't put how many minutes he's played, but I'm, I'm assuming it's, mo- it's most of the season he's played. He hasn't been subbed off that too many times. Um, NXG90 of 0.69, which is huge given his um, minutes ratio, because Aguero has an XG90 of 0.75 minus 600 minutes. So admittedly, I probably should have put the minute figures there, but Aguero only has a slightly better ratio of XG90 despite playing 600 less fewer minutes than um, Talat has. Which tells me that Salah is always prepared to score something, or at least is in the position to score something. And I'm, I'm almost, I'm very, very, I'm, I'm absolutely ready to, to kick myself for the rest of the podcast for getting rid of him before that Burnley game. But never mind. You know what? I have also been in that self-flagellation position, and you know it doesn't what? help. It doesn't help. It doesn't help. But also, there was absolutely no reason to suggest that Man City would lose at home to Palace and away at Leicester. And mm. in alternative universe, who knows? You know, Sani and Serling could have got you know fifteen points each in both games because they both <laughs> they started both. There was no way of knowing. We just tried to be a bit smarter than we were, and we were yeah. punished well, mercy a, for it. There is a great book uh, which I'm in the process of reading, so I don't know, actually know how amazing it actually is. But the um, one of the things that's already stuck out at me is when it is one of the probably one of the most highlighted paragraphs. But it is you can make great decisions but still get the wrong result. So it's whether you think it's actually a good decision or not. So you can make really good decisions, but they can end up in unintended, poor consequences. That's the kind of quote that's going to be going through my mind every Friday night when I'm sitting on the toilet at nine yeah, o'clock, having a few wines. I mean, I'm not, I'm not. I'm you know, we're not being paid for this, although I wish we were. <laughs> but thinking in bets, pretty good, pretty interesting book. Yeah, anyway, interesting. So, of course, I mean, yeah, going forward, um, yeah. lots to like about um, Mo. But also at this point, if you haven't got a double Liverpool defence, yeah, you or even you... triple if you're tempted, if you don't have Mo as well. Well, for, for sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, so obviously Trent is out, and now. Now the option has become slightly more expensive if you are having to get rid of Trent. So Trent was like 5.1, isn't he? But, you know, Virgil, um, I think it's 6.1 Virgil now and Alisson um, 5.9. So, you know, you have to go for the premium options. But so 13 clean sheets um, so far and the, the highest by a mile expected goals against, which is 17.476. Um, so is that saying that... Plus 7.46. So is that saying they should have conceded those? Yeah, they've been expected to have conceded almost eight goals more. So there's an argument that the defence have just done really well there, but I suppose also that they've well, had it, luck, luck in a way. Yeah, yeah. so so it's, it's a... It's 
it's given the quality of the chances presented to the opposition, they should the opposition as a as a kind of average of all of the other Premier League teams they played so far should have scored about seven and a half quote unquote goals. Um, so that could be you know last ditch clearances off the line, or it could be like amazing saves from point blank range by Allison, for example, or um, just simply someone just missing a really, really easy chance. So like a goal mouth scramble where, you know, Van Dyke steps in, then clears it eventually when they, you know, there's been a couple of shots beforehand. So I, I think Liverpool are, are kind of, I, th- I don't know this exactly, but, and this is like such a pundit thing to say, but I wouldn't be surprised if they were sort of near the top for, you know, block, like um, shot blocks, shots blocked by defenders. Yeah. Because they do often seem to end up in a position where they have, People like Van Dyke, people like Robertson, like pr- practically diving in to um, prevent a shot going in. So. You know what? I, I don't want to make a huge <clears throat> thing of it, but all the love and adoration for Van Dyke this season, mm-hmm. that should be showered in equal measure, in my opinion, on Andy Robertson, because he came into the team mm-hmm. kind of like, well, late December last year, more or less the same time as when Van Dyke started in January. In my opinion, he's had just as much an impact as Van Dyke. Oh, I think, I think, um, well, Yes, no, I agree. But you know, ever since Van Dyke's move, obviously player of the month in December, and all this talk about arguably now one of the greatest ever centre backs because of you know a year's well, I mean, that's worth the... of good for of good form. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that seems to me to be possibly the over Who, the top at this that? point. Liverpool, oh, Liverpool fans, presumably. But, well, possibly, Very yeah, excited. mostly. But you know, he, he's being showered with from all no, ends. I mean, he's a, he's a great centre back, but he's not one of the greats yet. And Andy Robertson in opinion, is equally in in as good a form. I mean, consistently in amongst the baps. So he's mm. clearly doing you know very good things. Interceptions runs, passing, blocking. He's doing certainly good the things. most he's the most informed left back of the league so far. Absolutely. Although to be fair, I think he is only one or two points ahead of Alonso at this point. But yeah. uh, but Alonso was probably being unfairly chastised in recent weeks. I think he's probably a bit of a victim this season of his success in previous seasons. Whereas now under Sari, obviously he's not playing three five two anymore like Conte did. So mm-hmm. he's he is still getting forward, but obviously that's kind of trailed off in the last few weeks. But anyway, different. Yeah, it's com- difficult to maintain that pace. But yeah, but let's stay with Chelsea. So yeah, um, yeah, let's, let's keep so Hazard um, moved on to ten assists um, for the season. In, admittedly, what was quite a bit of a disappointing mm. not only result but God, what an awful game. Did you watch it, Chelsea Newcastle? No, I didn't watch the game. Tell me what it was like. Oh, really? Bloody bad! Like, so I mean, I had Captain Hazard, so my my I was basically doing a player cam, watching yeah. him knock around anyway. And I mean, all right. So, so let's just do a quick analysis of him because obviously there's quite a lot of talk about owners about getting rid of him, especially with you know Arsenal um, away coming up, which isn't isn't a great fixture. But so that assist uh, means he is now the first Chelsea player to record ten Premier League goals and ten assists in the same season since Wan Mata. In 2012, 2013. Interesting. Um, we'll come to his XG in a sec. Um, 10 goals and 10 assists um, means he's only one of two players in the top five European leagues to have both scored and assisted 10 or more goals in the league played this season. The other is Lionel Messi with 16 goals and 10 assists. So is that enough to keep him? Well, if you get him in now, you're chasing points he's already got. I'm not saying he's not a great player. I don't know, like... But if I go to his XG, his XG is 8.15 for goals, minus 1.85. XA, 7.16, minus 2.84. XG90, 0.44, which is less than quite a few other premium options. XA90, 0.38. He has played one, you know, he's played every minute for Chelsea, I think, so far. 1,676, or at least most of them. Oh, no, actually, no, he hasn't, because he subbed off a few, subbed on a few times in the start of the season, wasn't he? For sure. But... 
Is it enough to keep him? If you've got him, sure. I took him out for Salah this week. See, I took it. I took him out too because I I thought I did actually. I had him in my wildcard team, and I thought you know what, I'll actually get more value out of my team if I have, um, if I got rid of Salah, I got rid of Hazard, um, put in Sane nine point five, great value in my opinion, and then swap another cheaper midfielder like Patterson out for someone slightly more expensive, like uh, Richarlison, I think. Richard, six point nine. Yeah. yeah. Well, so that that was the move, but I, I I guess time will tell whether that was the correct move. But in my opinion, he 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 obviously he's a fantastic player, but is he? I don't think he did. He start the season at ten point five. Well, he, he he did. I think the key so then at ten point five he would be worth it, but not possibly. Now, I think the, the key thing, isn't it, is that in this system, Sari <laughs> doesn't really know what to do with him. So he's played him on the left, mm-hmm. and he's had some good hauls on the left. So he thinks, all right, he can do that well. He's played him in up front, but if he's just playing against two like solid centre defenders like the Cells and the Jun last week, he's not mm-hmm. going to get much joy. And his assist, you meant so the XA would be eight point one five minus one point eight five. I wouldn't That's be XG. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> XA minus two point eight four. Yeah. I wouldn't at all sorry. be surprised if that is largely in contrib- contribution by the assist to Willian, whose goal was incredible. The assist was just a pass. Yeah, that's what I mean. And so it's, so, like, it's like one of those things where, like, you know, nine times out of ten. That would be a pass to Willian, who would shoot, it would go over the bar, and the commentator would go, oh, he's not going to hit a target from there, is he? Yeah. And then that would be it. I mean, what I'd like to see Salah doing is what, sorry, Hazard doing, is what Salah does. So Mm -hmm. he plays left-centre and just hovers everywhere. Hazard often drops very, very deep. You don't see Hazard running on to balls that often. There was one where he scored against Watford where... Teams that play a high line, Hazard will drop in behind. But Salah has a way. His movement is so good, he can get in behind any defence. But if you're playing a high line against Hazard, then like, you need to rethink, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. And yet Watford lost 2-0, and those two goals were just essentially because they got in behind. But Newcastle mm-hmm. lost to you know, a great overfield, you know, over-the-top pass from Luis and from a wonder goal by William. That was an incredibly good pass. And in fact, that actually brings us on to David Luiz. Well, let me, let me, let me well, quickly you want intervene. To be, okay. Just because there was breaking news developing. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. We just the, had that now, which on... is why we had that excellent edited cut in the episode, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and not me just pause and go, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> so, according to Italy, Gonzalo Higuain is, is en route. According to Italy. That is what Italy says, that he's en route, um, which could oh, he's mean... A, he's like flying to London now. Apparently sources are he's very close to... He is in the air as we speak. It, it was quite nebulously phrased. He could be en route, he could be sitting in his bathroom talking to his agent, we, we, we don't know. <laughs> he glide in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that it's... wasn't very good. Oh, no, but let's just... Thank you for saying it was nice. Let's though. just try and convince the viewers that this as it was. <laughs> so he could be en route, which could mean Murata um, <clears throat> or Giroud making way, which is obviously a, a positive. I don't think it would be Giroud. I don't think it'd be Giroud. Morata's so, being linked that, with that kind of narrows it down, doesn't it? <laughs> oh my god! This morning though, Barcelona were being linked with not just Morata, Giroud, Christian Schuani. If you remember him as nope, well, I don't. I, yeah, yeah, I, I, I can barely remember. Yeah, my own season name. in Middlesbrough um, and scored like, like four or five goals when they were in the Premier League. Now plays for Girona, which makes me think that <clears> that link isn't actually that accurate. Really? Anywho, wow. uh, anyway, wow. So, football link not being accurate. Interesting. Uh, what is the, what is this post Brexit world like, coming uh, to? Or, there's also heavy swirling clouds of rumours from the um, ever-reliable tabloids that Callum Wilson may be going to Chelsea. Absolutely. For a reported £65 million. Well, you've got to assume if Higuain is as close as Italy thinks he is, then Wilson probably stays. 
Um, but Wilson's an interesting one. We might come to him in a bit. Sorry, I will, David Luiz, talk, yes. talk to us about David so Luiz. I, I will talk to David Talk to no, I won't talk to David Luiz. Although we could try. That would be quite fun, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, if we had him on the podcast. I don't could know. We, what, could I don't... we fit his hair into this this, this room though? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Get stuck to the door. I'll have to put the Hoover in there afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, you know what? I actually had David Luiz in my team um, for a, for a, a, you know that good like four week fixture period along over Christmas where. I thought they were going to do very well, and they didn't do too well, and that's fine. I took him out, um, and now he has registered two assists in his last three Premier League games, having not set up a teammate in sixty-six previous games. What's going on there? Is it luck? Is it skill? It's true. Is it one hundred percent concentrated power of will? I think I actually remember that last assist. I think it was the beginning <laughs> of um, last season, the very first game where we got an assist for Morata. Um, if I'm not mistaken, goodness me, what a world that what, was! What a fun, you know, when anyone could be a footballer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, however, even if even if you don't have um, Louise for his uh, for his assisting abilities, you do have him because you may have him because he, the Chelsea have the third best defense behind City and Liverpool. Like the difference is is a lot further from uh, second to third in this case than it was between first and second because Man City and Liverpool actually have very similar. Um, expected defence, you know, sort of uh, strength, whereas Chelsea kind of drop off a little bit. So they have an XGA of 18.9 plus 1.9. So they, you know, they've only been expected to have conceded two more goals than, say, Liverpool's, you know, seven and a half, which is, like, you know, probably more luck than skill, shall we say. Um, And Louise himself has an XG of 2.03 plus 1.03. So he's already scored one, but he could have been expected to score another with an XA of 1.75. Minus zero point two five. So he, um, yeah, uh, you know, I, how much is he? He's five point six. Is that right? Five point five, five point six. Yeah. But he, um, I, I, I don't know if he's worth it. I think you can probably get better options for cheaper. For example, like even someone like Doherty, who within Wolves, who have the fourth best defense. And of course, the man that you placed a very <clears throat> um, significant big reckon on most recently, that we get ten goals by the season's end. Yeah. Yeah. That's not going well. <laughs> well, Wolves fixtures change. Sure. Very, very. In fact, this yeah. week they start to change. They they turn good and they played very well against City. In my opinion, it's just City are too good at home. I mean, they can be playing Manchester United's under 11s every single week. He still needs to score one in two for the rest of the season <laughs> for this big record to happen. He'll do it. Okay, he'll okay. do it. He's got right. the the gift of the gab with him. All right. Well, gift of the gab is is likely to earn Marco Antovic a bit of a move if he pushes that. So let's talk about West Ham being Arsenal, which completely blew up all the stats last yeah, week, didn't it? It really, it really is very much a surprise because I, I don't think West Ham, West Ham have been doing better recently. Well, but West Ham have, were, not were destined con- to concede, Arsenal were destined to score. That seemed to be what the stats yeah, were telling us. I, I almost put the armband on, on Alba and I thought, you know, this is kind of a banker here because, you know, it's a London derby, but West Ham are quite weak defensively as they kind of always have been against Arsenal. You know what? I was going to too and the only reason why I didn't do it was because it was a Saturday lunchtime kickoff, and I didn't want to have no that. No way. I didn't want to have that the... stress because, you know, it is the worst feeling. Like, well, I say most feelings in FBL are, are, are bad for me at the moment, but <laughs> that when you have your captain blank in the first game it's Mm. not only bad from that perspective but it's bad because you know that every other premium player that's being captained is going to crush you by your your rivals so you're already at such a disadvantage and that was the main reason why I didn't but yeah I too looked at Ober and thought okay I think West Ham hadn't they kept one clean sheet at home all season which was against Chelsea Mm -hmm. and they laid and Arsenal had scored in I think every league game up and from game week three so so to reason but you know so for Lee Anderson um, you know I, I have my team I think we both do great player not played. anymore not anymore interesting no, got, got rid of him for the wild card yeah 
so did I. Well, he, he played extremely well in this game, and it was incredibly unlucky to me that he didn't get something. Um, he's now had a price drop. This is where I had a bit of a panic. So I saw yeah. that Philly was going down. I saw that Salah was going up. So on the Saturday night, I braved it, and I put Nasri straight in. Samir Nasri. In I didn't, honestly, I, I feel kind of bad about this because I, I wasn't really following the news. I didn't even know he'd come back. To, to, to the UK. Well, he had a little bit of a sabbatical um, mm-hmm. where he just did a lot of drugs and <laughs> got banned for it because you tend to if you get caught like as footballer doing drugs. and stuff. Um, cocaine. Uh, oh, well, yeah. in a way. We've all had a year doing cocaine, I suppose, haven't we? But you know, he, got, he got caught out for it. So, you know, debut assists in a very composed assist. And so I, 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 yeah, I, I couldn't... Su- just... Surprising given the amount of cocaine in his legs, yeah. <laughs> he's just, yeah, exactly. He's, well, you know, so his peak season for Man City was what I was particularly interested in. And this is the stupidest stat we're going to roll out all this day. This is but... interesting because you're rolling back the clock here by... <laughs> By five years, <laughs> five six years, yeah. So, but but oh, okay, don't look. stop. Look, 2013, don't tell me 2013 was six years ago. 2014, 155 points, seven goals, eleven assists in a, in what was a very good Man City team, and he played 2,485 minutes. And bear in mind, this was what what year? Who was managing Man City at this time? Was Manuel Pellegrini in at this point? I think he was. I think that's you know why what? he got so many minutes. I think it might have been Manuel Pellegrini because he seems to be linking up with he like. Li- Lunked. He linked up with Zabaleta. Zabaleta. And now Nasri. Yep. And I imagine he'll be he'll be poaching someone else soon, some sort of elder statesman of, of the Premier League. Absolutely. And I've asked here, could he replicate that? And I'm just going to say, sure. Well, we'll have to see, won't we? Yeah. But, but he, the, the team around Nasri is not nearly as high quality. However, that may be because they aren't being given easier chances, which Nasri can provide. And at 5.5 million, it is a very that's, cheap honestly, way that, that into... Is a, that's a great bargain for a Premier League title winner. And you've got to, you've got to and as well, Arnautovic, so, you know, that's the next logical logical segue. So he's thinking, it, it, you know, it looks like the move to Shanghai. I looked it up, we, we, we were wondering which Chinese club we went to, yeah. and it's um, Shanghai, and then there's a, a, a string of consonants and vowels that's either like Sippy or Sip or, or <laughs> Pisces, anyway, so he's going there. And He is going there. Has it, that been confirmed then? Not confirmed, but it just seems that like he's progressing at a, mm. at a steady... Whenever his brother speaks, is that right? It does seem he has a bit of a you know a way with his tongue of causing trouble. Please stop. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> moving if, on. So, but well, no, because if West Ham get say thirty-five to forty-five million and they reinvest that in a new attacker, who they might get Alvaro Negredo, you know, f- wow. to link up with Nasri and Zavaleta to really complete yeah. the Pellegrini effect. But anyway, if they get someone genuinely good up front, you know, to replace Arnie, and he can link up with Nasri. You know, it's, it's a stretch, but anyway, that's what I'm convincing myself. So it's a good you, reason you would, to have Nasri. You would, you would play a kind of, I, I guess you would play a front three of, of, of Felipe, Nasri, and. Uh, well, after I, I, Antonio's played out wide. Um, yeah, Antonio, or, you know, I suppose, depending on... Or maybe just a front two of Nasri and Felipe, or that'd be kind of weird. I don't think it would work out well. Well, if played Felipe on the, on the right, Nasri on the left. Nasri seemed to play in a kind of like holding, um, sort of in the hole. On the mm-hmm. left, that kind of balance play on Antonio on the left. Okay, but anyway, let's do a quick tribute to us, but specifically let's to, our, our, own horns, to yeah. our social guy George, who did a thread of differential defenders at the weekend. Um, it, not not just for this week, you know, short term picks, um, but, but all of them delivered attacking returns Would this you weekend. Name, name them. Um, so of course, I'd absolutely love to. Interestingly, <laughs> not one of them kept a clean sheet, <laughs> but, but they all delivered attacking returns. So these included um, David Luiz, Holly Bass. Pereira and Luca Dean. 
all got some all Lovely. got an assist for Lovely. their troubles. So well done, George. Oh, you are, this is a great room. You are employed this. for another week, young sir. Yeah, we have a fantastic rumor for you, everyone. And this is obviously this is not related to FPL in the slightest. But well, we, no, it is. It is. It is because is it really? Yeah, I'll tell you in a sec when you when you say. Okay, it, yeah. so allegedly, reportedly, by the sun, this is yeah, by the sun, yeah, by, by the sun, um, according to the sun, which means you know according to whatever. <laughs> cocktail they've had overheard phone call yeah oh god <laughs> overheard phone call through a drain pipe <laughs> at West Amstra at Fulham's trading ground they heard or saw Kamara and Mitrovic reportedly getting into a fight during a team yoga session that's not the time to get into a fight now, it's meant to be relaxing yeah and they've signed Ryan Babel, or Babel, mm. who I I've, I've never heard of, but apparently he was in the Premier League for a while. He, he was. Um, I saw before we came on that in his last game he replaced was he, um, David and Gog in the Liverpool team for, under, under Roy Hodgson's um, stewardship for that. Roy few Hodgson of the game. managed Liverpool. Oh, you enjoyed a a drug fueled teenage years, didn't you? <laughs> no, I, just, I just didn't follow football until 2012. He's he's absolutely maligned. I only, I only started fans. following football in in 20. 2013, 14. And you had an incredible FPL finish that season, didn't you, as well? I, I did, believe yeah. it or not, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um... Let's hope Ryan Babble <laughs> likes yoga, then, at least, anyway. Is Shane Long essential? Who typed this? That's what I want to know. Did oh, you type this? I, I did. All right. So, ha. Okay. One assist all season prior to his assist in goal versus Leicester. But he's got good fixtures, and he's only 4.7 million. I've put here, absolutely not. <laughs> Shane, think... Shane Long is not only not essential, he's done less than Kamara, who costs 0.2 million less right. anyway. So, Kamara Go is on. likely not a option anymore because it seems like he has been, he has talked and yoga punched himself out of contention. <laughs> Shane Long yeah. is the new Kamara for me because. You actually putting him in your team? Absolutely not. <laughs> but, but, you know, Danny Ings is, is consistently injured and. He really is, yeah. it, it stands to reason that he, because Shane Long had a very good time when he came, when he came on, um, sorry, when he started against Leicester, goal and assist. It stands to reason he'll 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 play again at the weekend. I mean, if if um, Hansen Hultel can can give Shane Long confidence, then then who knows? He could fix Brexit. For, yeah, yeah, could, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But you know, and Oof. as well, Everton yeah. travel to Samson this weekend, and Everton's defence is. I mean, obviously they got a clean sheet. No, they didn't mm-hmm. get a clean sheet. They they oh they did get a clean they sheet. Did, they, I, did. They, they did. They did get a clean sheet. I, I was I, very happy with that. I take back my uncertainty. But you know, they're, they're not great away from home, um, especially when it comes to keeping clean sheets. And Southampton are now well, all of well, a sudden scoring well. goals. Is Shane Long's time to shine? Well. If you're willing to take the risk, you are braver than me. And I'm the person that captain I think, <laughs> so. I think, even if you don't start him, not only is he a budget striker enabler, that even for a couple of weeks, just until we get an idea of the, the double game weeks and the blank game week, mm-hmm. could offer you some, by way of a first sub appearance, could, could, or, you know, this could be the, the claim that completely condemns the podcast to... Um, a life of I don't, I don't think we're absolute I don't, shame. I don't think we're claiming it. I think we're, I think we're just saying it might. It, this, there's a one percent chance this happens. You know, what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna claim it. Put Shane Long in your team. Make him first up. I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm, I'm no. I'm, I'm trying to everyone. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to win this. Especially you. <laughs> I'm trying to win the league. Are you? Yeah. Oh. That's what oh, I've done. Dear. That's why. <laughs> okay. That's why I did my wildcard early. I just thought you were just I don't know kind of in it for the for the memes. And... No, well I was, yeah. and then I realised my rank was dropping. So now I'm yeah. fully focused, serious James now. Oh. Oh my! Yeah, I had a had a change. No had a, I had a change of heart over the new year, and I thought, you know what, I've got to I've got to win the league, so I'm going to try and win 
the numbers game league or attempt to. So have you not made a minus four already this week? No, no. Wow. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm going to make new it year, work. New year, new you. New year, new me. Indeed. So we'll actually see how well I do. I don't think I'm going to win the league by any stretch of the imagination. I would like to still get top 50k rank. I know I said top 10k at the start of the season. I'm not sure how lo- how likely that is. There is lots of the season. I can, try my, best. I can try my best. Lots of the season left. There's, there's so, still plenty of time for people outside the top million to finish so in the top 10k. With that delusion out of the way, <laughs> let's talk about the chosen one. Oh uh, my god. Isn't that a great segue? That's brilliant, yeah. So I, I one love this guy so much. He's just a gift that keeps on giving, isn't he? I mean, I th- I'm pretty sure it's the first time this season, possibly in the last couple of seasons, where someone that has conceded two goals... Now, he should be linked with a big team, but and, he's and, not. Oh, no, he has been, he has been. Oh, is he really? Well, only tenuous, I think, in the sun. Um, but, you know, Man City, um, <laughs> yeah. because of the... Uh, Through it, a straw. Yeah, under yeah. A, in, a, in a submarine. I mean, Man, he, he could play left-back for Man City, really, couldn't he? He's that good. Well... He's a right back, though. But he's that's also very young. That's though, what I'm saying. Is that good? Yeah. But you know, so you got three bats at the weekend, um, despite inc- conceding two. Absolutely incredible. And very for good. me, not only is he the bargain of the season because he began the season at four point zero mm-hmm. million pounds, which is mm-hmm. and now four point five. So if you've had him, actually, if you had him all season, you've only gained point two million, but still, it's good. And for me, the right back of the season so far. Okay, and I said try Doherty. As right back of the season so and far. And I was taken aback by your blunt confrontation. I just stopped writing. I did say try Doherty, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Although, great value. He is great value. I agree. The thing is, I, I honestly, I don't know if this is because perhaps I'm lightly biased. I don't really, I think the rivalry between, between Brighton and Palace is quite funny. And it's kind of silly because it's like based on some manager drama from like the 80s or something. Yeah, so sure. like, I, yeah, don't, yeah. I don't care about that, obviously. But like... Um, I just, I've just never really considered many Palace players fantasy options ever. Like Zaha is like still kind of an outside shout for me. Hasn't scored since game week five. Yeah, he's yeah. like an outside shout for me. Wambasaka, I had him in my team at the start, got rid of him for whatever reason, can't remember why, um, and probably should have kept him. But never mind, never mind. It just, it, it, you know, for me, he, at this he, point, he's still great value. I at say this that. point, I, for me, and he the is the Van Dyke. Fixtures are quite good. The, they? fi- you know what? With Palace, it, it seems to not really matter what their fixtures That's are. That's true with the Man City game, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, they kept a clean sheet at Old Trafford, albeit that was under Jose. But you know, it, they they concede in games you don't expect them to. But then they go to Wolves, where everyone thinks they're gonna, you know, not not get swept away, but they're gonna <clears> lose, <throat> and mm-hmm. they come away with a two 0 win. Yeah. So Palace, just they're a weird team to predict. But if they you have are, chosen right. one in your starting eleven, or at least first sub, like going forward, that's <laughs> just the only thing you can do at this point. Yeah. And now we're gonna make a. This is uh, this is such a. This is this is possibly the like out of all the notes we have, this is the most obvious came from Twitter from someone desperate to make it seem like relevant. And us. <laughs> and <laughs> Trying us. to make this seem well, relevant. Okay, so we have here Cristiano Ronaldo at age twenty one, hundred and seventy appearances, thirty two goals, twenty nine assists. Marcus Rashford at age twenty one. Oh, we're getting hyped up now, guys. hundred and sixty two appearances. 45 goals and 23 assists. Wow! Your, your poo-pooing of this stat is I, interesting to me. You know, I, I'm only I'm only poo-pooing it because I, I, I think that like Rashford is a, is a fantastic young prospect. Fantastic young prospect. Playing for a great, you know, not a great team, but playing for a big team. But I don't know where Ronaldo was when he was 21. He joined United um, as a teenager, I think. Okay. 1919. So, well... It, it's whatever you whatever you make of it, really. You're I, trying to stop people from buying Marcus Rashford, aren't you? Because you don't own him. I don't. I don't own him. I had him on my wildcard team, and I actually I actually went for more midfield power in the end. Well, just because I you have... made a mistake doesn't mean you tell everyone else to make a mistake. <laughs> no, he's like he's a, he's a good player. His goal against Spurs was excellent. 
his um, general play is pretty good. Even under Mourinho, he was doing fairly well. Um, well, this segues very nicely into our Kane replacement segment. Okay, so Kane out go. for a month, and Marcus Rashford has already been picked up, I gather, this week by over 450,000 new managers. Okay. Um, he's going to be easily the most transferred in this week. And, yeah. um, you know, obviously, he, he's you know, another goal got... at the weekend against Spurs. I think that's now um, four goals and two assists for him thing, in the last could... since Solskjaer took over. I could take a minus four and get him in. I'm not sure if I should. Because then I'll have triple United. I've got you in. I've got you in here, haven't I? <laughs> I think he's a, I th- no, I think he's a good player. I, right. I, I, I don't know. I, I need, I'll need to look at his XG and stuff to see if it's actually like legit or if it's like kind of you know he's just in really good form and whatever. Yeah. Or he's getting like worldy passes from Pogba all the time, which he did last last oh, was on, great, on Monday. Great finish, though, yeah. wasn't it? And like with Pogba playing higher up the pitch at eight point five, eight point six, whatever he is now then he might actually end up being better value than Rashford overall. And also the next two fixtures, Brighton also and Burnley when, at home. Because when, great, great fixtures when Pogba scores a goal, outfield or penalty, he's getting more points so, than Rashford. All right. But well, Rash- I'm not saying Rashford is a bad option by any means. He's a great option. I mean, but for point, 7.3, oh, he's, he's pushing it borderline too expensive for For what he's me doing. at this point, doubling up on... United assets is essential, and tripling up with a defender is probably the way to go as well. Interesting. You think they'll get clean sheets from now on? I, well, they've had three in a row. Really? <laughs> yeah, including the I, cup. I, yeah. Thought, I thought they weren't. I thought they were conceding a lot. Okay, not not a lot, but conceding like one. Well, every I game. mean, they and Man City, I believe, are the only teams to have gone to Wembley and got a clean sheet okay. this season. I might have to sort that out. <laughs> right. Well, if if you if you don't own Rashford and you're looking at a Kane replacement, you haven't acted yet. Um, some of the other names you're looking at. So mm-hmm. there's, the, there's the obvious ones. There's there's Jimenez, Jimenez, Jimenez. Um, uh, actually, having said that, Jimenez is probably the only budget obvious one. But mm-hmm. there is obviously some doubt there's about. Wilson. There's Wilson. If, if well, you all, well, yeah, I mean, I, Bournemouth have been a terrible form. And he was injured at the weekend, so we don't mm. really know what his fitness is. I mean, um, there, there's King. He's okay. He's, he's, not, he's own, not very good. I know, but I suppose if you're going from Kane to King, there's, you are presumably fixing something else in your yeah, squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's uh, yeah, Vardy, and he's not doing very well. Um, who else are the other premium options? Well, we've got three here. So okay, obviously, no, Aubameyang. We'll, we'll do that instead of yeah, me trying to remember them all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Aubameyang, yeah, yeah. But obviously, you know, not in in intermittent scoring form. Away from home, well, they look very, very bad. However, so his Premier League record at the Emirates is astonishingly good. So he's played 18, 15 goals, five assists. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's also got five goals and three assists in his last four home matches. Um, and of course, so Chelsea coming up next. You know, that, that's that's the kind of game for me that could be anything. I remember this game last year, and it was incredible. Wasn't it? It, was, it was two. Was it? I think it was. Is it two or was it three two Chelsea? I'm not sure if Alonso got a late winner, but it was January last year. You know, and neither defense has really like shored up since then. So that could be there could be some goals in that. Mm. There could very well be. Yeah, yeah. So um, we also have yeah Jim, uh, Jimenez, Jimenez, who is. Very very hard working. <laughs> he was still... he was so hard working. He got subbed at half time because he, no, he couldn't do any more. He was still well. What's the point of keeping him on? What's the point, indeed? Yeah, yeah. That, that was that was a tough so, game towards yeah. But he was like closing down, you know, closing down stones and stuff like that all all game, all trying all all half, and then yeah. But I'm happy that he only got half of, of a match because yeah. I had him on my bench anyway. So I'd rather have him fresh for all the easier fixtures they have coming up. Leicester at home, bit of a Midlands derby as well, mm-hmm. and, and Leicester defence on, on the road isn't great. So Jimenez yeah. is probably a good option. So we got uh, also have Aguero who has recovered from his sniffles, but not enough to return anything this last game. I bought Aguero in um, for yeah. the previous week, and that what that was. I was just disappointed. That's what I was. I wasn't angry. Wasn't fuming. Wasn't sad. 
just disappointed. Mm -hmm. Then Jesus scored a couple, and then I was all of the above, because that <laughs> makes it extremely tricky to predict whether Aguero starts yeah, this He weekend. also tried to take out the post, Jesus, as well, which is probably why he was subbed. Yeah. And all the uh, all the Wolves players seemed intent on murdering him in some way. But then they like saw it, him in, a, more, the post in, a, in and... a more kind of like gentlemanly way, not in like a, <laughs> not in like a not in like a Stoke way. Like a Peaky Blinders kind of way. Kind of. Yeah. Not yeah, not like not like a Stoke way where they actually like slam your head into the post or something. Like it was more like, yeah, a, like white ring I'm going fantasies. to kind of I'm going to go and trip you up and I'm going to push you a bit and you know. But anyway. Um so we also have some replacements for Lipe and uh, Felipe Anderson and Nasri. Well, that's okay. all you've got here. But, that is admittedly but, I mean, all we have. But I mean, but the thing, there aren't many mid-range midfielders. And are that's there? the thing. And if you get rid of Kane this weekend, if for some reason you have Sana, I mean, for sure. If you're desperate, I mean, obviously Man City. You know, you'd be reluctant to double up or go big on their Pogba? midfield. No, he's not. He's too expensive, isn't he? He's all right. Well, well no, no. Son is um, eight point eight, and Pogba was eight point six. Go for Pogba. That's what I would say. Absolutely. Is that just that settled? I, I, you know, I feel like I, I do just want to go back to Jesus, just because. Okay. Just because. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> yeah. In simpler times. <laughs> yeah. Just because. So if Aguero doesn't start this week and Jesus does start, Jesus. there's obviously no way we can predict that. Mm -hmm. But. At the moment, the having either seems like a punt. And if, I mean, God, my, if you're getting Jesus in, then you you have you have greater fortitude and you know yeah. than, than I do. But you, you need better options in midfield if you're bringing Jesus or a strong bench. But, but it just seems so unlikely to me now that Aguero starts this weekend. And Pep gave him one of his but pep why? talks and hugs. I just think one of his pep talks. Yeah, uh, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> so I just think so. He scored two in the weekend. He, he's got he scored four against Rotherham. Um, mm -hmm. he, you know, he scored in. I think he scored in, in the yeah. FA Cup he, game he, prior as well. Know, he's informed, but he's not informed in the Premier League. Interesting. I mean, obviously, God, my and sorry, just like as a kind of meta note in, in where Man City are right now they're chasing Liverpool now so Pep has to make a decision between do I back the the kid that's been scoring against teams who are lower lower in the league lower down in the leagues against you know the most expensive football team ever assembled in the UK for sure and possibly the world actually um, or do I play Aguero title winning Aguero multiple time title winning Aguero Aguero who scores from anywhere at any time at any point. Aguero who is now 30, kind of in the prime of his career. Now he's had knee surgery. He's actually very fast, or reasonably fast again for a 30-year-old. Um, certainly faster than, than um, many other 30-year-olds in the league. So I I know that I'm not, I'm not going to go I'm gonna say you're going to base decision based on whether he's fast or not. I'm going to say I, I, don't, I don't think Jesus will be starting ahead of Aguero in the Premier League because it works both ways. Because if you start Jesus in the like the League Cup and the FA Cup and whatever, frees up Aguero to be fit for Premier League games. That is one hundred percent correct. I think yeah, and you because obviously they play Burton again next week, <laughs> and if they don't just play the kids, Jesus will probably get the run out in exactly. the League Cup. You so play Aguero in in the league. So you have you have Jesus who I think I've mentioned this previously, but like the kind of intention is Jesus uh, from this is from um, all the All or Nothing documentary for Man City, which is again an incredible watch because obviously it was an, an amazing season for them because they got 100 points the first time in the Premier League, blah, blah, blah. Team got that, especially Premier League title winning team got that. So, but within that documentary, there is a, there is a, a certain scene where it's like, oh, you know, it's like the, um, the, the CEO of Man City, so the guy that sort of answers to Mansur, and he's saying, um, you know, we, we try to sign younger players who we can then basically apprentice to the older ones each time. So Jesus is effectively Aguero's apprentice. Now, you're playing him against lower league opponents who he's not, who he's going to have lots of chances to, to score against. He can build his confidence and learn his trade a lot quicker, especially, against, you know, against opposition that is 
higher quality, like not higher quality, but like like on par quality to where he might be at the sure. moment, or yeah. slightly lower. Um, but then he has like really good players around him, like David Silver or Mares, who can provide those assists. Whereas Aguero, obviously, like he's like the guy you use to win the title rather than Jesus, in my opinion. Well, so. one player who you mentioned um, as like a young person in my, in my long, my long and winding rant. It yeah. was a lovely rant. Um, Thank you. One one player who obviously fits that mold is Leroy Sane, who is he's turning from mm-hmm. wonder kid into. Um, Gen- well, genuine kind of asset, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, like, PFA Player of the Year, um, Young Player of the Year last year. Um, I he's doing oh, very well God, again this year. If, if anybody has had the 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 gumption and the strength to listen to every single episode of our podcast so far, they'll know that I don't have much luck with the Sane. So I bought him in game week one to game week four, where he scored a combined total of six points, and then proceeded to go on a rampage. So I thought I'll, I'll cash in on said rampage. Bought him mm-hmm. in before Christmas. Uh, two starts, two blanks, and a sub cameo against Leicester and now and I then, have him and then starts the next game against Man City and scores the winner against and of Man course City. and of course sorry <laughs> you got me you oh got God, me January transfer news you saw through my ruse and, yeah. and obviously the assist against Wolves so I, I can't own him but other people can it seems and you know if you yeah. are the, he seems to me like the starting the, the, the most likely to start up front at the weekend just because so... Sterling obviously is normally the first choice but his form hasn't been well, as that's because peak Sterling's as playing on the right you see very true and they and they also swap wings now very you true that in the games they yeah they do yeah. when Sane goes off for sure yeah I suppose the only no no Sane and Sterling swap wings oh during the game yeah oh interesting mm-hmm. the caveat I suppose is um, well it's twofold the caveat the one part is that obviously City had the blank in game week 27 so Sane could be a short term option obviously you could keep him for the season Interesting though, if you do keep him from the season, there could be the competition from Bendy when Bendy comes back. Oh, Benjamin Bendy. And that yeah. could threaten your boy Sane's place. Well, for 9.5, I'm willing to take that risk. I would be too if I knew that I wouldn't just curse him. <clears throat> immediate well, I, leg break well, when I bring him in I, I, I cursed Edison for you didn't I thank you for getting rid of him because that clean sheet meant an, an incredible amount to me when Aguero came on for 15 minutes that's I had that clean sheet that's because I have um, I have Allison and Robertson now isn't it weird how things like that happen obviously they're complete happenstance but we have to own like, but, but two this, players in different stages of the season and it's just completely gone wrong for us but the crazy thing is that those, those two players are still excellent and they still have returned a lot but we've both had our respective players in times where they haven't been doing so well. But their actual points totals are still very high. So if we had held both of them the entire time, we'd still be pretty in good, in good, pretty good shape. It's a hazard effect, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so in a way, get, uh, in, yeah. in some ways, you know, you're, you're some occasionally you're actually better off just just simply just holding players and just letting them letting them you know lose a little oh, bit. To I win admire a lot. players so much you can hold their nerve. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Okay, so, so we've gone through Son replacements, kind yeah. of. Um, Trent, oh god, I led with bloody Milner. I was convinced he was a defender. I even put on brackets on pens. He is on pens. Oh, but yeah, don't get Milner in as a replacement yeah. for Trent. So there are double swap. Yeah, they're United defenders. So yeah, Shaw and Lindelof, who we don't have stats for, unfortunately, because and and the problem the problem with um with having although admittedly they have actually played near nearly ten games under Solskjaer now. Um, but. Um, United players' um, stats are still kind of marred by the um, by by the you know the Mourinho weeks where it, it's actually quite difficult to see how like it, it's easy to see they've improved a lot but it's it's hard to tell how much was actually improvement and how much is just them actually enjoying playing football again for sure but I think um, you, you've got to get on the bandwagon at this point oh yeah absolutely you? I know yeah. I, I got into two Man, Man United Man, Man, Man United players uh, David De Gea an option 
Um, if he maintains the form he had against Spurs, then it seems absolutely. unlikely he'll make but eleven saves against though. Brighton and Burnley. Well, that's because they probably won't have that many shots. Exactly. But here's the thing, though, with that is that the fact that De Gea had to make so many saves doesn't necessarily bode well for United defenders. I think so that's just you... Spurs' attack, though. Okay, but if you are going to get an United defensive option in, De Gea is a good option because he's now he now appears to have his confidence back and he seems to like want to save the ball instead of letting it just go through his legs like some crazy... Yeah, weird. Um, and, uh, yeah, Lindelof looks like he's got confidence again. He's actually playing good, good passes and he doesn't look like a scared child at Tesco anymore. Um... <laughs> Yeah, and and yeah, we, we've already gone through, um, and we have some other you know other things too. So we have Aubameyang's Premier League record, which we've already gone through. We've gone through that. Well, um, let's go on to. So we've got okay, we've got three three games. One thing I do in detail. Say. Oh, go on, go on. So Aubameyang's um, xG ninety is zero point six seven, based on his one thousand seven hundred forty eight minutes played, which is a gigantic ratio for that. So for every ninety minutes he's played, nearly two thirds of the time he's going to score a goal, which is huge. Huge, yeah. Um, so yeah, and that's that's enough. And then Salah, Salah has his next three matches. Well, this is all. This, this is that is all Liverpool, Crystal Palace. We have got three games. Um, we're going to cover in a, in a little bit of detail. So we had a game week twenty three. Yeah, then okay. we'll move on to captains. So Liverpool yeah. Palace is the first one, just because there's a lot of interesting stats regarding Liverpool Palace. So um, we talked about Mo. We'll come to Mo again in a bit, but. We've already touched upon that Liverpool... So they've got a bit of a defensive crisis at the moment. So Lovren's out, Gomez is out, Trent is out. So it stands to reason it could be Milner, Fabinho, Van Dijk, Robertson, which is, you know, absolutely fine. But this is the same Crystal Palace that have been very, very... you know, There have been nuisances in big games this season. So they've mm. already held Man United to a goal as draw, as we mentioned. They also broke the title race with the victory at the Etihad. And that includes a following after that, a victory away at Wolves. Liverpool really shouldn't be expected, in my view, to win this at a canter. I think they've got problems at the back. I think that the pace of the Palace front line, as as inept as it quite often is, mm-hmm. will give them some problems. And it will give Fabinho and Milner probably something that they haven't really dealt with before. Um, and if Milner's taking on Zaha, that's going to be that's going to be a great battle to watch, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And but you know, and so Palace are just a bit of an unknown variable for me in this. Yeah, they are. They are tricky, Palace. Very tricky. However, however, now why? Why is that? Do you think? Do they outperform? They overperform because the pressure's off, and they're just like you know, just and Hodgson's just like go and play, go and have fun, and then Townsend just goes, okay, I'll just score a volley from ninety yards out. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, but it's the thing is, there's so little pressure at Palace because of like the ultras that used to go there haven't been as noisy this season they split up their seats split up. and it's just a bit it's it's not dead for sure but it's 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 not exactly a daunting atmosphere to mm. go to well they've stopped stacking microphones in front of them yeah true I suppose yeah and I suppose you could look at that from two ways couldn't you you could look at it where because it's quieter there's possibly less pressure when things are going badly mm-hmm. but if you need things to go well there's less you know crowd motivating you yeah Yeah, however so so from the perspective of whether to captain Salah this weekend is tricky but his Anfield record versus the non-top six is is devastating so he's played 21 uh, games 20 goals nine assists blanked in just four of those games and in total I guess the non-top six 29 returns in 21 matches wow so you captain Salah if you have him absolutely and if you don't have him you probably should get him in and count on him. Here is probably the most... Okay, so I actually... I thought I'd have a look at this. I was like, oh, you know what? That's really good. I want to see what Liverpool's XG was. So I sorted the table. I was like, okay, cool. So Liverpool's overall XG is 47.96. But 
And here's the really weird thing, right? Because this came out of nowhere, for me at least. Because obviously I, I hadn't really paid that much attention over Christmas, admittedly. Um, but the next highest XG on the board is Manchester United. United? 39.67. Shut your mouth. I'm going to actually have to check that. Just no, I believe you. Although you have got three question marks here, which do throw that stat into uncertainty. Uh, I'm checking it live as we speak. Well, while you check it live... We can immediately flash forward to Manchester United versus yeah, Brighton, Manchester, which is one of the other three yeah, games. Manchester we're United at. are third from XG. That is that is pretty extraordinary. Well, you know what? 39.67. Under yeah. Solskjaer, I would suspect a lot of that has come. So 15 goals um, they scored in the last five games, which is an incredible average of three goals per game, which is why doubling or even tripling mm-hmm. up is, is the best way forward. Yeah. And as we touched upon, Rashford is huge in that regard. So four goals, two assists in the five games under Solskjaer. Brighton, notor- you're notoriously bad travellers. Awful. Yeah, I mean, you haven't really been spanked, though. So I looked up some of the stats. And... Yeah, we haven't lost by a margin of more than three this yeah, season. Yeah, exactly. And that is mm-hmm. really, really good. You've also got as many wins this season as you did last season. You are Already? Though, wow. Uh, wait, you are, though, I think, 16th in the away <laughs> form table. Yeah. Which, But, but you know, Chris Uton will go. He'll shut up shop. He'll make it very difficult. You'll probably lose. That's all you can ask of But if you came away from like a, from a 2-0 defeat, you That's can't... That's absolutely fine. Yeah, you're I, fine with that, aren't honestly, you? Honestly, I, I don't think... Like Brighton fans, I don't. I'm trying not to. I don't want to speak to all Brighton fans because, like, I'm a very kind of like loose Brighton fan. I like to see us doing well. I don't follow the team obsessively or anything. Not like you know, quite a lot of people would do. Um, but um, I like to see them do well. I would say for most people, playing against the top six with the team that we do have, which although they play very very well, they play very very hard. They're not necessarily at the same level of quality as top six teams. So. Expecting a one or two nil losses is, is a perfectly valid thing, and you, you know they'll get they'll get applause at the end of that. I would say it's, yeah. it's a fun day out for a Brighton fan to go to Old Trafford and be like, "Oh, look, here we are, Old Trafford. This is quite cool." You're so broken as a Brighton fan. <laughs> you, you don't expect anything. No, but that's what makes it fun because when they do well, when they beat Man United three two at home, I was like, "Wow, we're three nil up against Man United at home. That's so cool." See, I love that actually. I love like just having the worst case scenario in your mind the whole time because as a Villa fan, no, but the over the years like, I've been well, conditioned to expect yeah. the best possible outcome, well, and it's just when never gone well. When you're a Championship club, Jack, you have to, you know, you have to really dig deep for the hope don't you well all the years you spent in there you probably know more about that than I would really but anyway well, since we're an established Premier League club now we'll have to we'll, we'll have carry to. The, we'll carry on this after, on off air I think um, alright so the last game we'll, we'll cover in great detail is, is Huddersfield Man City yeah. And yeah this is an interesting option this one this the captaincy is, picks there are huge huge variables in play for this game so mm-hmm. let's start this is, this with this is kind of a up in the air captaincy option for I mean all, all three of these games are up in the air captaincy options Absolutely. I think and you know what I haven't even mentioned this in there because it happened I think after I'd um, started writing the stats out, but um, obviously David Wagner's gone. Yes, yeah, he has, yeah. So, I mean, arguably the worst possible game to, to, to let him go because there'll be absolutely no new manager okay. bounce, did, really, will there, against Man City. Now, did the board let him go? It did, was, he, did he leave because perhaps... I don't actually know the reason. Dean Hoyle went to Lentz to um, explain that it wasn't mutual consent. Um, so it was... It, sorry, no, no, <laughs> that it was mutual consent. The opposite of what I said. <laughs> oh, my. But, but he didn't specifically say that phrase. And it, he, 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 I think, did a, a statement of like nine paragraphs thanking him for the job and that he came into the office and said he wanted to leave and they negotiated his exit. And mm-hmm. it was all very, very amicable. Because, I mean, he looks so, he looks so sad. He did look so sad. And, and when, I, they, I when, felt, when they got bad. the penalty, they got the penalty against Cardiff and then it was taken away. Yeah, and, I think that might, have been, oh. that might have been the last straw, you know. That's like a like, football manager quit. In, like, in real life quit yeah, in this case as well. Like, like when, you know, like he's clearly a very 
good manager and and one capable of miracles if you if you look at Huddersfield's you know the quality of their squad which isn't fantastic and they've avoided relegation twice in a row and to do it three times in a row and to to, to bear that kind of emotional burden the entire time he's gotten so grey in the last 18 months as well really is yeah. that true oh, yeah wow. so it probably can't be doing wonders for his health should we say it would be interesting if it was another sacking <clears> say in two three months time not that we would ever wish someone's employment to be taken away but if he ended up securing it's like a top 10 Premier League club Oh, that would be lovely, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'd quite like nice. that. Yeah. All right. But anyway, so... The, Maybe so even... Well, not Brighton. That'd be awful. But, um... No. No. Not no. Brighton. Not no, because I, I, was, I just remembered, oh, we have Chris Eaton's actually a pretty good manager when you think about it. Oh, he's boss. Yeah. yeah. The boss. The boss. Yeah. So, so, so City have scored 40 goals no, at home, which is... Good. He's very good. Yeah, yeah. I okay. like Chris. All right, he's good. Okay. okay. Well, we like, like, all love Chris Eaton. Yeah. I like he's very practical. Can I get on with how many goals City have scored, please? I'm sorry. Thank you. Bloody unprofessionalism. Right, so City have scored 40 goals at home, but yep. only 19 away, which I think is very interesting. So they're clearly, clearly not as potent away. There's also the issue of who will start Aguero or Jesus, Jesus but we've, which, which we've covered. Um, interestingly, Huddersfield have the worst home record in the division. Mm-hmm. Just just one win all season, um, which is against Fulham, um, which we've, you know, we've all beaten Fulham at some point this season, it feels like. Pretty much, yeah. um, And they obviously lost the reverse fixture 6-1 in game week two. Well done. Where Aguero got the 20-point haul. Um, however, <clears throat> there is possibly you know, a, a ray of light. So they've only conceded about they've only conceded 16 home goals all season which is so the same amount yeah roughly which take. is the same amount as Everton that no, they kind of no it's about 1.5 a game more yeah. or less and they win the same they were like mid-table for home goals um, conceded interestingly if you are going to captain a City option it seems like these are the next couple of weeks where you're going to make the most amount of mm-hmm. benefit from it for the next couple of weeks so they've got the blank week in 27 and obviously after um They've got Arsenal at home and Chelsea at home in game week 25-26. So captaining a City player becomes decidedly riskier from two weeks' time. And this is, irrespective, I think, of all the the stats you can throw at this, this is on paper just a great fixture for Man City. Mm. They're coming off a, a series of really good results it was it like seven after the Liverpool yeah this, this could be a, a, a you know this could be a mauling yeah you got the Liverpool win yeah. you got the 7-0 Rotherham win the 9-0 Burton win now the 3-0 Wolves win that's three clean sheets on the bounce there's some confidence building again and they're scoring and they're looking very good they're looking hungrier yeah. this time yeah and Huddersfield I, you watch them against Burton sorry you watch them against Burton it's like they score like five and then you know most teams would be like okay cool so we can take some people off and blah 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 but they just kept going Going. Yeah, and yeah. it was it was actually kind of it was almost like kind of like this isn't actually the optimal way to do this, but they did it anyway. Yeah, like for me, you you could bring in <clears throat> Pep in the Huddersfield dugout and let the reserve manager take over at Man City, and I still think this is possibly like a four or five nil. Mm-hmm. Then again, I mean, oh my god, imagine if Sam Big Sam or, or David Moyes comes in and they just play eleven on the, the penalty line and they just grind out a really depressing one. Luckily, defeat. that'll be before. Before the game week starts, we'll know that. So that's very true. Unless they sort of Big Sam sort of emerges in a in a tube from under the pitch, <laughs> like you know, with all the he's smoke, too big like, to go through like, a tube, like, like, like the smoke machines and stuff, and he like comes up through the the like the middle of the pitch, like, like the Undertaker. Hello, it's me, yeah. Big Sam. Um, yeah, she quite looks like death. So Undertaker's probably not. Missing. <laughs> all right, so that's we've reached our captain section we have that was time yeah. flies when you're getting stats partially right who is <laughs> who was your captain last week my captain last week was Salah very good and I did okay with that yeah 22 points very nice yeah has it for me in, in brackets I put meh yeah one yeah. assist right one assist right yeah, that's okay yeah um, who, who's your captain this week oh, it might be now that we've been talking about uh, not Switzerland we've been talking about Huddersfield not Switzerland we're thinking about Sane 
Interesting. I mixed right. Sane and Huddersfield and I got Switzerland. <laughs> Which is well, you know, something not, really, uh, really cute about that. I can't put my finger on why. Sane, okay. this week, I think. I think it's a great show. My first ever Sane captaincy. My first ever... Uh, I think it might be my first ever... Um, no, I had I captained Sterling once, but this is my first ever Man City option. Yeah. Uh, that's like yeah, not like a t- like technically like a super premium, like you know, like eleven mil plus. Yeah. In my um, fantasy football pundits captain's article, Sane will be number two this week for sure. Who's Great number option. one for you then? My captain, my captain, Mo Salah. I mean, I have to give. <laughs> but him... you've you've just been going on about how Salah might have a really tough time against. Because Palace. I don't want him other people to do it. No, I I <laughs> I, I, I at this point have caved in and just admitted that taking him out was. The worst decision. Not yeah. only I've made this season, prob- probably since I've played FPL. Okay. Because the hindsight of it is just that he got you know, four um, you know, double-figure point hauls during yeah. the five weeks yeah. I didn't have him. And that has... I, I, was like, I was like 25, 30k before Christmas. I'm now 161k, I think. And taking Salah out was huge mm-hmm. in that regard. So I think by way of an apology, he just gets the armband for the rest of the season now. I think it's just... It's simple... Because he, 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 if Milner comes out of the team, he's back on pens. He's always in and around. He's always creating chances. He's got the highest XG. In and around. In and around. Highest end. Yeah, high, highest. We should get him on. We should. Wouldn't that be great? Because he'd just say in and around, and then they'd be like, ah, like you do like a laugh track every time. <laughs> so um, yeah, yeah, and and I think it's second highest XGA behind Ryan Fraser. So he gets it. Yeah. XG. Do you mean XA? X XA. I do. Mm. I will get there one day. It's I will right. understand these weird no. X's. Well, you know, we're planning on doing this for a, for a while, so we'll we'll see. So, speaking, I just want to point out you gave speaking, me a, a, the encouraging <laughs> thumb up wait, wait, wait. off the microphone yeah. there that really motivated me. <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of things that may never happen, big reckon. Oh, lovely. <laughs> the big reckon section. Shall we? Shall we begin with George and Mason's failures from last well, week? Should we? Should we? Should we? Oh, well, okay. But should we? Should we go down from from top to bottom? Here? Oh, so we, very, we won't do that. So, then. Okay. Yeah. Sure. No, okay. Well, okay. But like, so my one game week twenty two was Liverpool win the league. Um, at the end, so that's a lot of a long term one. Jack's one was United to lose at Spurs and Kane to score twice. Salah to score twice. Apparently, all Kane's done twice is is bust his knees. Yeah. Yeah. Um, George uh, estimated, guesstimated. Prayed for a Camarasa hat trick. That was dreadful. City won't win again if Fernandinho isn't in the team. That, that, could, that could still happen. No, that's very fair. interesting. That's an interesting, that's interesting long-term interesting. one. So Mason, Mason, estim- uh, let us know with his big reckon. Bournemouth would win three-one. What a dreadful prediction. With Wilson scoring, King scoring, Ake scoring, and Dino scoring. You know what? He gets like an eighth of a point just because Dino got an assist. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Man City are to finish third apparently. All right. So, very interesting. Yeah. Okay. To that end, you have a lot of long-term picks going on. I do, I do. Are you are you going for long-term again this week? You know, give me give me more leeway <laughs> to like not be wrong by the end of the season because like anything can happen in football. Um, I'll, I'll go for I'll go for a short-term one. So I'm going to say because of Huddersfield's truly tragic record at home, they don't have a manager. It's going to be very much a sort of gimme for City after they come over all these kind of long-term. Uh, all these kind of results, great results, great results. Say so Sane, if he plays, if Sane plays, hat trick Sane. Ooh. Yeah, brace hat trick. I, I was legitimately speechless. Then I tried to say Wowza Rooney, I, but it just wouldn't come out. 
<laughs> that's because it's, you shouldn't say wowza Rooney. Maybe that was the the, yeah. the, the inner. Defense, so that, that, that's my yeah. That's my kind of my kind of big reckon this week. But that's why I'm captaining him because I reckon he will score at least once. All right. Well, but well, I would like to say big reckon he'll score three times. Mostly because I want it to happen. Yeah. But also because Sane's been in scintillating form uh, over the past, you know. Five to ten game weeks or something. All right. Oh, five game weeks we'll say. Yeah, just, just, say, just, yeah. just to be sure. Until they got rid of him. Yeah. Yeah. Five last five game weeks been great form. Uh, he's been slotting in goals left, right, and centre. And against Huddersfield, that manager at home where they've not won anything apart from one. So this could either be a thing where Huddersfield like have the kind of like a bounce like, oh, we don't need, we don't need Wagner, we can do this, guys, for about the first ten minutes. Then City score, then it all falls apart. That's what I'll say. Yeah, very fair. Well, well you generally go for much more sane. Big reckon. <laughs> I, on the other hand, am going to continue going um, me, me off what? the deep end. Okay, all right. Maybe um, me saying Liverpool win the league is 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 that is that insane? Is that sane? No, they've, never, they've, never, they've never won the Premier they're, League. They're four points okay. clear. Right. I, with their fixtures as well, it, 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 yeah. would be, it would take a monumental Stephen and Gerrard they size. They'd have to slip. really slip up. <laughs> yes, they would. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That's still that joke. Should we high five? Because we thought that at the same time. Yeah, that joke is yeah, still yeah. funny, right? Yeah. Did the microphone pick that up? Should we do it again? No, or? we probably shouldn't do no, it. No, fine, okay. <laughs> I am going to go with, because I touched on it earlier, and I've now become convinced that Arsenal-Chelsea will finish 2 all. Okay. Yeah, I think both teams... Oops. Oh, that was, that was a devastating fall. I don't know what it was. Let's ignore it. Let's was that on. Liverpool? <laughs> <laughs> okay, enough. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I just think there'll be goals galore. Both defences are pretty, pretty unpredictable. Um, I feel like two always is is quite specific enough. Like I don't have to go for goal scorers, but, you, but if you pushed me, I'm going to go for Oba to at least get one. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Hazard to be the quote mark troll quote mark that he is and get a couple. But I don't want okay. that's a parenthesis. I'm just going to keep it two all. I think. All right. All right. Okay. Well, on that note, I think we're 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 done. Um, we're a done. little later than we would have liked, but that's okay. No one's listening at this point anyway. No. So yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> oh, what a shame. Yeah, what a shame. Um, well, we hopefully, hopefully, uh, um, will be announcing a very special guest um, for next week. Just got to sort out the the administrative um, elements of it, um, and then we'll be announcing that at the beginning of next week. So stay tuned yeah. for that. And if not, we'll be doing exactly what we do now. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Every week, getting stats partially right. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Right. Well, best of luck, everybody, for the future game week. Um, let us know how you do, um, and we will let you know how things go at our end, yeah. which is normally predictably not the best by now, but you know, <laughs> still plenty of time for us to turn it around. Um, so, very best of luck from me, and goodbye from, from me and James. Yeah. Right. Bye. Bye.